Hey, what's up? Thanks for joining us for Empower 716 Talk Show with Coach Robert Lowry. Listen, I am your host, author, life, and leadership coach, and I want to thank you for listening in to our show dedicated for entrepreneurs, business owners, side hustlers, and career shifters committed to growing their business and life. So listen, lock in for this new episode. You don't want to miss it. This is your host, Rob Lowry, in the building another day. We got a special episode. We usually uh, air every Monday uh, at 5 p.m., but due to some of my scheduling, uh, we wanted to lock in a couple Wednesdays uh, during the season. And so I have an honor and a privilege uh, to have Rob Cornelius in the building from the owner of uh, RC Enterprise. What's going on, man? Hey, Rob. You know, I'm honored to be. I've been watching everybody's show. I've been picturing me in the seat, you know, every now and then. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm honored to be here today. This this is dope because I mean I I, uh, I see you everywhere, and uh, we're gonna get into like obviously what RC Enterprise is all about. But uh, I'm just like you know just uh, you know we, we'll talk about some of the things you do out in the community, but it is always great to be in the company of a, a African American man who's about their business, about their family, about their community. And so, you know, when I see you in action out there and supporting other uh, small businesses and so forth and doing what you do, man, it's just, it's just dope to see. And so uh, when, you're in co- when you're in company of good people, you want, you want to acknowledge that. So that's, that's like I give you all the props for, for what you're doing. And so we're going we gonna to get into your business today. Won't be uh, you, you in the hot seat. We won't be uh, too crazy for you today. Um, I'd usually like to start off uh, with some of our questions about uh, who is Rob and, uh, you know, who, who are you? How, how do you define who you are? Um, Rob Cornelius, born and raised downtown Buffalo, raised by a single mom, family man, very driven, very motivated, you know, Oh, no, that's just a great way to put yeah. it. Yeah. All of that. And I think um, it is, I think it's critical to know, obviously, who we are. And, and I want to talk a little bit about your foundation of, like, you are from Buffalo. Yes. Right. And then one of your, your, your models in, in your uh, RC Enterprise is the hood from the boardroom. Now, kind of explain that. Okay. As I said, I was born downtown Buffalo. Yeah. I can reach everybody from the hooded street dude mm-hmm. to try to get him to turn his life around for his business and for his personal. And that, then I can sit up in the boardroom with the president. I like that. You know, like I'm well-versed when it comes to reaching our audience because people think your audience is limited to just this, but our audience is so broad. Right. Now, why is that important? Because I think uh, not everybody can relate and not everybody can do that. And, and do you see that as, as, as a gift that God has given you to, to actually be able to take that and, and work with a different audience and even bring somebody, quote, unquote, hood um, from an environment to say, you know what, I may not trust the banks. I may not trust how to make sure I got my, my business on paper and all the right documents. I may not trust that system. But if I have somebody that's more relatable and understand it, I can see the benefits. So you see that, do you see that as a gift? Actually, I do. When I first got into banking, 
you know, I didn't know which lane it was going to take me in. But once I started getting out of my community and the people that was reaching out to me, yeah, that's those guys who want to get out the street. Mm. That's these guys who opened up brand new businesses but got a high school degree. Yeah. Some of them dropped out of school. But they got a mind mm. to be successful in business. So they don't trust a lot of people. Wow. But, you know, fortunately, God did bless me with that talent where they trust me. You know, and I make sure every day that I try to steer people in the right direction. More people we get out of the street and we get them into the boardroom, the better our community is going to be. Absolutely. So I want to go back a little bit about uh, where now you are. You have a full you're a full time banger. Yes. Right. And you also have your own business. And I want to know, like, did. Did you see someone in your life that inspired you to want to start your own business? So why not just accept being a banker, nine to five, and you're done? That's never been me. Okay. You know, I have an older brother, Al Lampkins. He lives in North Carolina. You know, he was in the military, but he has a not-for-profit. You know, my guy brother was DJ Shea. He, he, does, he did music. Yeah. You know, me, I always wanted to do, you can't be rich doing just one thing. Right. You know, then me, it was a void in my community that wasn't being filled. So I really felt that it was my responsibility to step up and try to fill that void. Like, I've never been complacent with just, this is my lane. I'm going to stay right here. And that's it. I can't do it. Okay. So give me some insight about what uh, RC Enterprise is all about. RC Enterprise, I smile when I talk about (laughs) it. RC Enterprise is something I thought of years ago, but I wasn't ready for it then. Mm. RC Enterprise, you know, that stands for Rob. Cornelius or Rhonda Cornelius, which is my wife. I love how you, I love how you, I love how you how you spend that. You got to make yes, sure you yes. got the wife in there. Uh, shout out to Rhonda, right? Exactly. So go go ahead. So explain um, a little more. My whole goal with RC Enterprise, if you, I did full gift bags. We did backpack giveaways. We do pop up shops. I do anything and everything I can do to empower my community. Yeah. You know, I, I really feel it's a void out there, and I really feel when it comes to our community. Our black men and women, some of them don't know where to go. Mm-hmm. Some of them, they're, they're ashamed to say, I don't know. But I'm there for a lot of them to say, hey, I need help with this. You know, sometimes my wife be like, your phone ringing again. <laughs> but, you know, this is the life that I chose. And this is what I stepped into. And she she understands totally. But RC Enterprises, we all about the community. Mm. Now, you demonstrate that in so many ways. I want you to talk a little bit about... Uh, your guy brother, DJ Shea, and for those who are listening, because we, we have people going to be listening on the replay of the podcast and YouTube and so forth who are not from the city of Buffalo. So tell us a little bit about DJ Shea. Wow. DJ Shea, Demetrius Shaytan Robinson. I call him Mr. Miyagi when it comes to music. He was like the puff daddy of Buffalo. Yeah. You know, everything you see with Griselda, that was Buff City Records. That was his baby. This was his brainchild. Mm. For Conway, Benny, and Westside, and Rick Hyde to be with where they are right now, he saw this 20 years ago. Wow. You know, he was a mastermind with music. I mean, the guy slept in our studio. He had a family at home, but Shay would be in the studio at 4 in the morning. He'll go home. Just grinding that out, yeah. Seven. Wow. You know, when it comes to this music thing, I don't think no one can do it better than him. You know, he put he put our city on the map. Now, do you think, like, because I think that's important. I think for me looking back over my experience or my, my, my journey and watching other people, especially African-American men that you see uh, just that drive, that determination. And do you see, do you see like seeing your God brother doing that, that grind that hustle of making sure like I gotta, I gotta put the work in and, and now 
the fruits of his labor, you can see it now. So, I mean, do, do you think that helped in your path as well? Um, big time, big time. You know, it really, it really helped because I, I saw his grind. Yeah, I was there from day one. I saw his grind. I saw what he can do. He done dropped Unsigned City one, two, one and two. He done. Mm. He's a branch out behind Benny and Westside. He's a guy who sleep in the studio. He's the guy who loved his family. He can cook his tail off at the same time. <laughs> You know, but at the end of the day, Shay will tell you, 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 you would not outwork me. Yeah. You might be better than me in this, but you won't outwork me. Mm. And I kind of took that from him. Yeah. You know, in banking, you might have 20 years experience, but you can't outwork me. <laughs> you know, and, and that's what I feel. Some people will say it's arrogance. I call it confidence. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And it, and it shows through through the work that you do out in the community, because, again, I think it's one thing to say, hey, come do banking with me. But it's another to be out visible in the community and giving back. And, and so I see you do that. So talk about the tribute. I know you have the three on three uh, tournament that you uh, do for on, on his behalf. So just uh, explain a little what that is about. Rob, you keep making me smile. <laughs> you have these people thinking they're nice. Right. <laughs> well, you know, we do... Um, it's called Shea Day. Yeah. Three and three basketball tournament, DJ Shea Memorial Tournament. Last year we did it. Big sponsor was Drumwork Music Group's Conway Machine. Conway the Machine. Um, we gave 7500 to the winner. We also gave a $1,000 scholarship to a kid in the arts. Now, let me stop you because I was... Whenever I go to an event... I'm always thinking like the business to how somebody like can get vendors and the tournaments. So I'm also thinking like the logistics and all of that stuff. So I'm like, I'm looking at this and I'm like, this is really good. I mean, you had a great turnout there at McCarthy Park. Um, so, so how do you, how do you get, uh, or how do you achieve in a successful event like that? Oh, you want me to get a blueprint? Just, just a little bit, just, just a little bit. <laughs> Honestly, it's a, it's a lot to do with relationships. Yeah. You know, first thing I did is get my vendors. Yeah. Because the vendors is going to fill your park up. I don't hair crack my vendors. I make it feasible for them so they can make some money. Yeah. And I let the vendors know what my goal is, too. Right. Because there's certain vendors we turned down that sold things that I'm not into. Right. You know, so first thing was the vendors. The basketball tournament, I grew up playing ball my whole life. Yeah. Basketball is my passion. So the three-on-three tournament, that's something Shay used to watch with his son. Mm. You know, him and Dom used to watch NBA, like, all the time. So the basketball tournament, that was a given. Right. You know, I've been doing tournaments since I lived in Georgia. So that was a given to throw a three-on-three. Three. But to do a three-on-three three in my own backyard. That's dope. Like, to, to do it at home. And then the 7,500, that was just a bonus for them. But it really did take a lot of strategic planning. And I'll sit down with my wife. She'll scrap that idea. I'll bring something else. She'll scrap that idea. Then yeah. finally she like, this is the one. Yeah. You know. And, and kudos to you because I think it was it was really organized. I mean, I didn't see any incidents or whatever. I mean, the security was on point, everything, as far as even the, the vendors. I mean, it was a whole variety of vendors doing a great job exposing the businesses. And then, you know, the tournament always get heated. I always love watching, you know, people, you know, the competition involved in there. And everybody was, it was, it was really a good laid out event, so, which is real cool. Um, so then let's talk about, I know you did, a, I think during COVID, you did a, a back, back, backpack giveaway as well. So talk about that a little bit. Oh, my God. The backpack giveaway. We did it in the town gardens. Yeah. I actually did the one during COVID. I did two. The first one was in the town garden plaza. The second one was at the Hill Butler. I don't know if they still call it Hill Butler, but the mm. JFK football field. Yeah. I'm sure my age was saying Hill Butler. <laughs> I'm like, what is, what is, what is that? Man? But I was born and raised downtown in the town gardens. Yeah. And when I was born and raised down there, it wasn't no one coming back to hand out book bags or get food away. And I always told myself, if I ever got a position, I'm going to go back and bless my neighborhood. Mm. 
And that's exactly the reason why I keep going down there every year. When people tell me, don't go down there, they yeah. don't appreciate it. Yes, they do. Oh, absolutely. They love it. So then I want to talk about uh, your mentoring program. Now, you invited me to go, and I was like, I just I was coming to watch, and you put me on the spot, but that's all good. Uh, so I was coming to watch, and, uh, you know, you had a, a few kids there, and uh, I was really, when when I left there, it just, it just my, my, uh, my brain was like kind of like moving and moving, just thinking of different things. But why, why that, uh, I guess, program? Why is that important to you? Boys, building our youth spirits. As I said again, I was born in a single-parent household. Yeah. My mom, she worked at Trico, double shifts. It was me and my older brother there. If I didn't have an older brother, I had friends who didn't have that support at home. They didn't have that positive male figure. Yeah. And then I look at all the violence in our streets right now, and I look at these kids, you know, from 7th grade to 11th grade, and they're looking at violence every single day. They don't see any positive black men in their life. Mm. They don't see bankers and lawyers and doctors and, and entrepreneurs. They don't see that. They see what they're getting when they walk out their house every day. Yeah. So, again, I felt it was in my heart to do this years ago, but I wasn't ready. Right. You know, so now was the perfect time to get it going. And, you know, if I start with four kids and end up with 20 kids, if I just have four kids, I'm happy because we're going to reach impact. these yeah. kids. We're going to make them four kids the best four kids they can be. Yeah. I love the I love the premise because sometimes I think in, in programs, it's just – it's uh, there's so many barriers to programs and requirements and everything else. And obviously it's, there's a reason for it, but I, I like uh, your approach because again, seeing African-American people in different aspects, whether it's sports, whether it's business um, in different fields and exposing those young men to, to that. And I think, like you said, you got to see it. You, you got to see different people in your life and be exposed to different things. So what's kind of like the outlook? Like what do you hope to achieve from that program? You know, I hope to make these young men, young men mm-hmm. for one, you know, hope to show them what a man is all about. Hope to show them that you don't have to sell drugs. Yeah. You don't have to be a gangbanger in order to be successful. You know, the mm-hmm. average drug dealer is not happy at all. Right. You know, let them know you don't have to look over your shoulder. You can make your mom proud. You know, you can go out here, you can get your job, you can go to school, you can get your degree, you can do everything you need to do as a man. Right. And you can make your family proud. Instead of your family visiting you, you know, behind the bars, they can actually be going to your graduation and, and congratulating you on your first day of your new job. And Absolutely. You know, so my whole premises of this is to make these young men, young men, you know, entrepreneurships, um, and like pairing them, like pairing them up with guys like you. Yeah. Where during the week, some of these young men, you know, if I pair them with you, you know, you'll make the phone call, pick them up, and they can be right here helping you run a camera. Yeah. You know, that's, that's dope. I just want to get these kids off the streets and show them what life is really about. And it just takes, it takes one of us. I mean, it takes each of us to take responsibility. So, I mean, there's multiple mentor programs. I don't think there can never be enough no. of mentoring programs. And I, and I appreciate the things that you're doing uh, with our young men. Um, I want to transition to just when I think Rob is done. So he, he's got the three or three tournament. He's got the backpack. He got the mentoring program, does the banking, making sure helping small businesses, you know, get the proper banking services they need. I'm like, okay, he, he's done. But then he, you, you come out with uh, the Buff City Awards. You, you dropped that on this this year. <laughs> so when I seen that, I was like, okay, okay, okay. Uh, 
Tell us why. Why now? Okay. Buff City Awards is targeting our small businesses in our community yeah. that never get shine. Mm. Like, I'm going to tell you, one of the nominees, one, one of the guy, young men that's getting the award is Amir Reed. Yeah, Amir, yeah. A.K. Reed. If you know anything about pure, conflicted, yep. hunger pangs, he's the brainchild with Deuce King. Yeah. He never get the props he deserve. Mm. I mean, he work hard, real nice young man. Then you get a Nakia Maria, a young lady who's killing it in the fashion world. Love Nakia. Shout out to Nakia. You know, and then you can, then I will bounce over to a LaShawn, to a LaShawn Black that does hair. But during the pandemic, she was passing out, you know, little hair care kits to her clients. Mm. I mean, door to door. That's dope. Calling them, hey, the shop not open, but I'm going to bring you a little something so you can keep your hair conditioned and washed. And, you know, that's just a few people. Then, yeah. of course, I got to mention my boy, Dennis Wilson. Dennis, shout like out to Ronda. Dennis. Shout out to Dennis and Rhonda. You know, they're what they're doing for the community and what they do speaks for itself. You know, so that's just a few people, not naming everyone, yeah. that's actually getting honored. But those are people I feel that get overlooked sometimes when they, when the war shows hit, hit Buffalo. Yeah. I don't know about you. Like, so I always, I always tell people on the show that I, uh, when I wanted to start this podcast, I didn't know where God was leading me with it, right? And... I would have these conversations on the side with, you know, whether it was uh, lunch or something or dinner with someone, another business owner, entrepreneur, and I always left those conversations with more value. And and when you value, when you network with other people, you learn something from them. you like, okay, this is, you know, I'm not the only one or I didn't think about it this way. And also you get inspired by seeing other African-Americans doing their thing. Like, I, it's just, it's, it's no hate in me, in mm-hmm. a sense. I get motivated when I see somebody, you know, doing their thing. And uh, so the podcast itself, like, I wanted to make sure I was diverse in who I selected, not just the people in my circle, but outside of my circle that I didn't, you know, I never met. I maybe see them out in the community, but never had a conversation with them. And so I wanted to use this uh, platform to do that and to share those values that many, like you, you're doing on, your sh- on the award show, um, or event is exposing or sh- showcasing and highlighting the stories the people who are in it for our community are doing great things and may not always be recognized for it. And now the fact that you have Buff City Awards is really a great, um, great, greatly needed in our community. One is to we all need encouragement, no matter where what, what other stage in life we're at, and the fact that you felt in your heart to do that for other people. And I think, like I said, it's like uh, pushing each other up because I think the more we push each other out, up and out of this whole negativity, this toxicity, this like, oh, we it's nothing going on in Buffalo. We, we ain't doing this. We're not doing this. But there are individuals, and I think that's where we build. And I, and I see you doing that with your war show. So what can we expect at, uh, on that night? Because I'm looking forward to it. Let me tell you about that. <laughs> you can expect a great show. I got two amazing hosts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You definitely. I got Adrian V and Mo Badger hosting. The host of hosts. Yes. Um, <laughs> my, my keynote speaker is Jermaine Johnson from No Grease. Yes. Which he's from Buffalo, born and raised, went to the greatest school in America, McKinley High School. Shout out to McKinley. We were roommates at Alfred, but he's actually the owner of No Grease yeah. Barbershop and the hair school in Charlotte. That's dope. That's dope. You know, and he he I saw Jermaine draw the logo in our dorm room hmm. to right now owning multiple barber shops and multiple barber schools. Wow. Um, you can have a real good show. We have um Rima Reem. We have Kenyatta performing. 
Nice. I mean, you're going to have a real dope show and a few surprises. You got the best of the best. I've seen that list. I mean, it's it's a variety. I love the the variety of people uh, selected well, for. I got King Shot DJing. What's that? And I got King Shot DJing. The DJ of all DJs. He's uh, he's everywhere. Yes. So, it, just looking at the the list is it, it, dope. Um, and so, what? Um, so this is going to be an annual thing. It's an annual thing. Now, what was the responses? Because I, I was I looked at your Facebook. I seen the responses when you first put it out there. And obviously, I've I seen the responses, but for those who didn't, like, it, it's definitely needed because based off of the responses I'm seeing and, and you know, how how was how that feeling? Because when you have a vision in your head, you're really not sure how people are going to receive it. So so how, how are you feeling about it? You know, I'm feeling great. Like, yeah. when I first put it out, I was like, there's other shows going on. Yeah. You have this award show, that award show. Yeah. But when I put it out, and the love I started getting in my inbox and on my page and my phone calls and that felt great. Yeah. That felt really good. You know, and, and like I tell people, this is just the first one. You can't nominate a thousand people on the first <laughs> one. But it just feels good because it gave me something to shoot for every single year with yeah. me right now. Yeah, it's really it, it's it's dope because you realize how much it's needed. Like it's 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 so much needed. And I think for our our community, small businesses, black-owned businesses, you know, we may not get the exposure that many other businesses may have. And I think the more acknowledgement, you may not get the acknowledgement for some individuals be like, oh, you're overlooked. But I appreciate you putting that platform in there. one guy who I had to, like I felt, I felt in my gut he had to get honored, and that's Bruce Warwick. Shout out to Bruce. Anybody Bruce is doing his Bruce, thing out there. He's doing his thing. Not only to trust God apparel, but Bruce is saving souls. The ministry of I it. I mean, Bruce yes. is going in the hood, laying hands on folks and praying for folks and baptizing people. And, yeah. you know, and that's even been overlooked for the things he do. Oh, that's just Bruce. No, that's yeah. not just Bruce. That's an amazing thing that he's doing in our community. I think what I'm finding, too, is when people have their their unique gift and and you allow them to operate it. It's, it's that's what I love about him is that he's being who he is and who, and then some people may say, hey, you know what, it needs to be done this way. It needs to be done this way. But the ministry that's needed from him, you can see it, girl. Like you can see it, 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 it and it, it's re- it's good to see from the outside. Like when you you watch him in in action and saving souls. And that's what it's all about. And and I, I, I love watching him and, and you allowing God to use him as well. So I'm glad that you honor him. And who else do you have on there? Like, what's some other? Uh... Um, Tasha Wilson. Okay. And tell me a little about Tasha. I'm not. Tasha's a hairstylist. Okay. And also, during the pandemic, she was really, she's a braider. Okay. She was making sure all her clients was taken care of during the pandemic. Dope. And she's a sweetheart, though. I mean, I met Tasha through banking. We worked that key together. Nice. Shameless plug. <laughs> but no, she's like really dope. Um, MMB Realty. Okay. You know, a lot, they get a lot of flack, but that's three ladies who started, three black ladies, three African-American ladies who started their real estate agency. Yeah. You know, and they started it from the ground up and they're doing excellent. Excellent right job. Now. Yeah. And even if you looked at, you know, during Thanksgiving time, they gave away over 5,000 turkeys. Mm. And you was part of that event too, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. KeyBank was a major sponsor for that. Nice. Plot. So let's talk a little bit about the the banking um, a little bit, just because I think 
your heart for the community. And we talked about your gift of being able to transition what you learned as a child to where you are now. Explain to me, like, some of the resistance that you see out there um, and trying to engage the African-American community and then African-American business community in, in the banking. You know, a lot of them don't trust very easy. Yeah. You know, a lot of them don't understand that I need a bank account for my business. Yeah. I need three different bank accounts or four different bank accounts for my business. It's not just the one. Yeah. A lot of them, you know, they want to tuck money under the mattress the old school way. Yeah. But then when it's time to file their taxes for their business, they're lost. Yeah. They don't have no paperwork. You know, a lot of them want to take payments through cash app. So you're trying to teach them no. Yeah. That's not a viable way to take payments. You know, but then once you sit them down and you actually explain to them in layman terms and don't talk, because our people hate when we talk over their head. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when you put it on paper and explain to them in layman terms, we need this account for this, this, and this. This will take care of this, this will take care of this, and this will take care of this. You know, you need your merchant to make sure your funds is going into your account. Right. You know, you need to do this, this, and this, you know. And once you get them the LLC paperwork taken care of, their tax ID number, and you get them rolling, it don't stop there. Mm. You know, I shop with my clients. Always ask a question when I'm going to a new client. I ask them, when the last time you seen your banker? Mm. When the last time they bought a sandwich from you? They look at you. Now, let me, let me stop you for that because I, I actually can can put some truth to this because when I, when I called you up, uh, I think we had, a, you know, an issue. And uh, you came over and I was like, you know, you coming over to me? He's like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna meet you, and I'm gonna give you the paperwork. And I was like, oh, okay. So that, I, I was not, I wasn't used to that. So I was like, uh, you're very personable. Uh, you want to make sure that the person understands what's going on, in the process. Hey, this is what I need for this, and and you're timely with it getting back. I mean, we're all human, but every time I reached out to you, I got a call back. Service was superb. Um, and so that means a lot because I wasn't used to that. You know, bank. You know, usually I had to figure out how I'm gonna get to the bank, get the paperwork, and then it just becomes inconvenience. But you, you made accommodation, and I appreciate that piece of it. I think a lot of bankers don't understand that our banking hours that we're open is from nine to four. Yeah. That business that you're servicing, ours is from nine to five. <laughs> nine That's to so four, true. Yeah. Nine to whatever. That restaurant owner, that clothing store, that corner store, that owner don't have time with a short staff to get out, lock their door, yeah. lose money, and run to the bank and sit there for an hour. But if I can call you, pull up on you, and take care of all your business right there, mm. and you still run a shop like usual, that's best of both worlds. I love it. I love it. I love that strategy. So what... Um what do you encourage, you know, so let's let's use an example, you know, a business right now. I'm starting a business. What's like the first thing you encourage somebody to do? Like, is it opening up a checking account, saving account? Like, what do you encourage that business to start off um, with? First thing I encourage them to do, do not get a DBA, get an LLC. Mm-hmm. LLC and make sure that your business is protected. The DBA, if you get sued, they can take your house, your car, all that good stuff. The LLC, that's the only thing they're touching. Yeah. But either not in that, get your LLC, get your tax ID number. Then once you get to the bank, you know, get your get three checking accounts. Hmm. You need a personal account, not a personal, you need a business account, you need an operating account, you need a merchant account, you need an account for your taxes. That's four accounts. The, t- the tax account usually is a savings account, you know. You now, know. one of the things, uh, not to cut you off, is starting a business, and I may not have the capital. Um, and so how do you help 
someone who's trying to start their business on securing capital? As far as loans and things of that yeah, nature? Yeah, yeah. Um, first, it starts your credit score. That is very important. People fail to realize, so I got a dunce number. I got my tax ID number. We don't look at that. You haven't been in business for over two years. Yeah. So for and get your credit score together. You know, if you have a 620 credit score, pull your credit report. See what's on there. See what you can pay off. We spend a lot of money on clothes and belts and hats, but then we leave our credit score to the side. Right. Um, if you need help with your credit score, I deal with a young lady named LaShondra Butler. Shout out to LaShondra. Take care of that yeah. for me. You know, if you need help getting your credit together. You know, but once you get that credit score up, first thing I do is get you a line of credit and a credit card. Mm. You should never be using your funds to fund your business. Absolutely. You should have a line of credit or you need, and a credit card. And that's to take care of your materials and things of that nature that you need for your business, you know, and to make sure your business is still running. But then your personal funds is your personal funds. Right. Never mix the two. Okay. But first thing, very important, very, very important is credit. Yeah. Get your credit score up. You know, people think, oh, I got a 620. That's good. No, let's get to the 680, 700s and up. That way we can't tell you no. I love it. And you, and you help your clients through that process, like if, if they're not ready now to kind of get them ready? Yes. We do things like secure cards to help build that credit up. Especially, you look at some people's credit score, it's not that they have a bad credit score. They don't have any credit. Right. You know, a lot of our young men come to me 18, 19, 20, 21, not a lick of credit. Hmm. You know, so in that instance, I'll go with a secure card and I'll teach them how to use it. Go get gas, go get groceries, pay it off when the bill comes. So it can show utilization. Don't don't pay the fifteen dollars that they tell you. Pay the total bill off. Yeah. You know, and that way, a couple of months you see your credit score rising. You see it rising, you know, things of that nature, but you gotta get that utilization going. Love it. So I wanna I wanna talk uh transition to uh one skill set that I know that is consistent among successful entrepreneurs and business owners is networking. And I talked a little bit about how you are almost everywhere, every event I hear about, somewhere I see Rob in the mist. Uh, how important is that? And then give me some uh, advice that you would give to other growing entrepreneurs who may lack in the networking piece. You know, a lot of us say, I don't want to be in every scene. I don't want to go. Yeah. This. I don't want to do that. I'm not really a social person. But when you open up a business, you need to have your business cards with you at all times. Yeah. You know, networking is very important. I pass out probably about 100 business cards a week. Mm. Some might just go in the ashtray. Some might go in the garbage. But out of them 100, I'm going to get a call from some of them. Right. But you, if your face is not out there, they don't know who you are. Mm. You know, you'll get people to open up something. You're like, I didn't know you owned that. Right. You know, because they're not marketable. Mm. You have to get your face out there. We do a networking event. We do that once a month at Brothers Restaurant. Now explain what that is. Oh, man, it's our, um, <laughs> it's our happy hour. We do once a month. It's a small business happy hour where, okay. you know, all the small business owners, they come out, you know, they get good food, they drink, you know, but we're networking. We're passing out business cards. We're bouncing ideas off each other and things of that nature. But when you get everybody in one room, you know, it's like I sell insurance. I need insurance. Mm. You know, it's so easy to try to, you know, for our people – once we get out of our head that someone's trying to hold us down, these people are actually really here to help us. Yeah. Oh my God, we're gonna go so far. That's important. Cause you see it in other major cities where there is a network, there is a tribe, there's a community, and you know, you have um, you know, just a 
small businesses coming together, like you said, I may need life insurance, I may need banking services, I may need marketing services and so forth, and to have a network of people that I can reach out to. Now, the other part I want to talk about um, is I was having a conversation with someone about like value given to other people because sometimes when you're in business, it's all about making yourself or trying to get business from somebody, and then you got your hand out every time, hey, you want to do, do my business, take my business, but there's never a giving portion of it. How important is that to support other people? Because I, I go down different people timelines and you can see when other people are just encouraging, like someone has an event, I'm making sure I, I share this and I'm part of this. And how important is that to support other people without being overly like it's all about you? You know what? That's very important. My wife would tell you I own everybody's hoodie in Buffalo. That's dope. You know, everybody throw an event. You know, even if I'm not a part of it, I'm going to pop up and show you some love. Yeah. You know, we always want the support, but we got to get that support back. Yeah. You know, that's, like, very important to show people, hey, I'm here. I'm here to support you. I don't care if you got a corner store. I'm going to go buy a soda from you. Nice. You know, I'm going to go buy you. Open up a new burger spot. Let me go get a burger. I'm not a vegan. But Sunshine Vegan, I will go there and support her. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it's just that we need to do more of that because our, our black dollar filters out through everybody else. It filters through Target. It filters through Walmart, through Applebee's, through McDonald's. But it don't filter back to our community like it should. Yeah. So once we start spending our black dollar where, you know, where we need to, we have everything they have. Mm-hmm. You know, I got copies from the Ink Spot today. I didn't go to FedEx. You know, so once we start spending our black dollar and recycling it back in our community. Right. And don't say I don't go to him because I ate there one time and it just wasn't right because I don't went to McDonald's several times and my food was horrible. And we go back. And we we, go, back. we go back. Yep. We go back. We go back. Yeah. So it's I love that. And I always tell people, I think you do things without expecting anything in return to. I found that, you know, my journey is. You give, and if if I if I support what you're doing, I'm not expecting. And if I show up to your event, I, I'm not expecting you to come back to my event. I'm just I'm I'm giving. I'm making sure that I'm supporting you. I'm supporting somebody else, and and that's just my giving spirit. Mm-hmm. And then and generally, God just works things out. Yes. You, you don't have to beg. You don't have to borrow. You don't have to steal. It just it comes back to what you give out you in know, the world. We got one of the greatest bishops in America. Yeah. You know, and I will sit there on a Sunday morning. And my bishop, Darius G. Pridgen, mm-hmm. it'll be a stranger come to our church and they have a problem. And I will see him collect for that stranger, get that stranger everything. Yeah. And he digs out his own pocket and say, here, he don't expect nothing back. Yeah. Contrary to what people believe, he don't expect nothing yeah. back. I see the food pantry. You know, so when yeah. you have a leader that's doing that, you don't have no choice but to follow on those steps that he's doing because yeah. he, he laid the foundation for us. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a really a good model to live by. And, and it, it took me a while because I think we we grow up and we always be like, okay, if you're not supporting me, I ain't supporting you yeah. kind of mentality. And uh, once you get out of the mindset of understanding that I don't want anything from you, is is if, if my goal and my intentions and my motives is to just give and then how God works... It's just like, again, you don't have to beg. You don't have to do You don't have to, like, wait for people in the midst. You're just like, okay, the people who need to be there for you are going to be there. And I'm not really concentrating on people who are not there for me. Yes. So the, the, the people that you need in your life, in your business, will show up if you're putting it out there the right way. Yes. You're giving out and, and you're being supportive of other people. So I think that that's that's a twofold. So let's, let's – uh, 
kind of go into the direction of like what's next? Like what's next on your path? You know, without giving us too much of detail, but what's next you, on your path? I'll give you a little bit about okay. the rest of my year. Yeah. So, of course, you know, the Buff City Awards, May 21st. Yeah. Put it out there. We still need a few more sponsors. If you guys want to sponsor, reach out to me. We can make that happen. Okay. Um, Where can I reach you at? Uh, I think because you're... Um, yep. You can on reach your... me at... Um, you can inbox me on Facebook. The name is Rob Cornelius, and okay. I'll get you all the information you need. Okay. And then also, May August 20th, Shea Day is coming right back at MacArthur it's coming Park. back. The only thing, only issue, not not to not to, because uh, I was uh, the bees. So you gonna talk to the park people about the I'm gonna bees? I'm talk to the park people. And I'm gonna go talk to people over at um, Home Depot. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm gonna talk to Home Depot. See what can we put out there to get rid of these bees. I was having a good time, and I was like, man, I was I was watching all the bees. I'm like, oh man, I was yeah. like, they, they, they was out there crazy that day. It was crazy last year. I wish we just <laughs> put a bubble over it. But no, I'm definitely gonna talk to the parks department. Let them know. I was, you know, a little discouraged about the bees last year. I'm gonna talk to Home Depot too to see if there's some tiki torches or something. Yeah, there you that go. I can just get, you know, something we can spray down there the day before to kind of get them away. Yeah. Now, it was, like I said, for that event, man, it was really, really nice. It was, it was the weather was great, and and I seen you all over the place, you know, uh, and not not in a bad way, but uh, again, approachable. Yes. You know, so it was just like you you. You make sure the vendors was okay. You was going back to making sure the stage is, you know, everything was right. And so, you know, it, it was really laid out. So we can expect that. And what else can we expect? Um, we can expect Rob Lowry to be at the Buff City Awards doing this podcast. They're doing interviews. Oh, yeah, we did talk Carpenter. about that. Yes, yes, I'm yes. I'm excited. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna see how that works. Uh, I'm excited to to put that you know put the podcast on there and uh, highlight those individuals and so kind of do like a quick interview, kind of like one of those uh, like the how they do at the Oscars, yes, the walkthrough of like vision. yeah, that that's dope. That's gonna be dope. And then we're gonna um, October 29th. I'm turning 50. 50. All yeah. I'm gonna say is birthday bash is coming <laughs> to the city of Buffalo and the entertainment is gonna the great be 50. crazy. Now, how you feel about getting 50? Because I'm I'm 45, right? And uh, how how do you feel about getting to fifty, Rob? I feel great. Do you? I, feel, I, I have friends. I have friends who passed away at early ages. Yeah. You know, I just lost my god brother a few years ago to COVID. Mm. So me turning fifty every year, I'm celebrating. And you think like, uh, and I'm I think I'm in the same mindset. Is that you value like one is like, oh man, I'm getting old, but you realize like this is this is good to to, to have a, another year. To, I mean, I'm I'm blessed to wake up every day, yes, and and to still have the energy, the mindset, the peace. You know, some days get a little crazy, but just like it, it's it's a good like okay, I'm here and and, and I'm, I'm living in it. So uh, so fifty fifty, you gonna celebrate big for the fifty? Rob, get your camera. <laughs> but you know, God woke you know the Lord woke me up. My mom told me a long time ago that God, that, that that Jesus had His hands on me. Yeah. And I expect this lady's crazy. <laughs> and now that I'm older, I understand what she was saying. My path was not everybody's path. Yeah. I grew up with friends who did 20 years, 15 years, 17 years in jail. And the way my mother was, that was not my reality. Mm. You know? So God has blessed me. Like, really, really blessed. I have a beautiful wife, beautiful kids. You know? And you, so, keep, yeah. you keep it... Uh... Keep it all together. Yes. So I'm gonna ask you the question: How do you how do you balance? How do you you balance the family life, being the father, uh, being the husband, being the banker, and and the business owner? How do you balance all of that <laughs> and still have a smile on your face? Because you don't look nowhere near fifty. Dude, it's God. <laughs> it's God. My yeah. wife got me a second phone. Yeah. 
So the other phone, the business phone, that goes off when I get home. So you got boundaries of where yes. things cut off, okay? You know, and there's certain days she give me a look like, okay, enough is enough. Yeah. So I stop everything. You that's, know, but that's when good. it goes home, it goes off. That's good. You know, you have to have that time because me, my mind is constantly going like, what's next? What's next? What's next? You know, I got plans for 2023 already. She like, slow down. <laughs> you know, but it's really just God keeping me sane. Mm. So what, uh, so you're, uh, as, a, as a father, you're transferring the entrepreneurial spirit to, to your daughter. And, and I, I got a chance to meet her back in July. And uh, I know she has a business of her own. How does that feel? You know what? It feels great because the little girl, she's a little version of me and her mom mixed together. She yeah. has her own mind. She makes Connie's creations or crafts by Connie. She makes blankets. And she hand makes them by hand, and she's doing great at the age of thirteen. I, I was so I was so impressed uh, when I when I had a chance to meet her, and uh, you know, she, know her business, know what she wants um, at that age. I was like thirteen, and so she her business is is doing really good. Yes, that's good. So, what's the the legacy Rob is trying to leave? Um, my legacy is um. I don't know, just a great family man that was about his business and always kept his family first. Yeah. You know, and always kept my community, you know, right in the forefront. Yeah. What advice would you give um, to other entrepreneurs either trying to grow their business, start their business uh, from your point of view? A good lawyer, a good banker, Mm. and be open-minded to take advice from people who's doing it already. Because honestly, we don't know it all. That's true. That's true. So if people want to reach out to you again, I want you to just put your information out there regarding Buff City or anything related to RC uh, Enterprise. Um, you can go right to Rob Cornelius on Facebook. You can reach right out to me. Anything you need. Like I said, we still need a few more sponsors. We got a few more bills to pay to make this thing grand. Yeah. So go to Rob Cornelius on Facebook. You can reach me or you can go to IG and reach me also. Awesome, awesome, man. I'm I'm really glad I finally got you in the seat. Um, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to Buff City Awards. I know it's going to be great making the trend. So so glad to be part of history because I believe like you set you setting the foundation, and so now it's just now somebody's going to eventually pick up that torch. But you setting the pathway, and yes. and so that that's really dope to be a part of it. Uh, so I appreciate you coming out. Um, to be part of Empower Six, and, and I'm, I'm sure that you're going to be doing some great things again throughout the year. I'm looking forward to the three-on-three tournament and, and so forth. So that uh, wraps up another episode of Empower 716. Uh, that was episode number 18. Uh, so join us next Monday. Uh, we have our, our special guest, uh, Lakeisha, is going to be in the building, talk about her path to uh, being a great uh, and excellent uh, photographer and uh mother and so forth awesome so so much other things so until next week everyone have a great night the empower 716 talk show is looking to promote and recognize young entrepreneurs in western new york you could recommend yourself or someone else to be acknowledged on a future episode nominees need to be age 21 or under has a service or product that offers value has taken steps to become an entrepreneur and must be willing to come on the show and talk about their service or product if selected. Email us at empower716 at gmail.com.